The Boston Evening Post, September 23, 1751. The first written recipe for chowder. First, lay some onions to keep the pork from burning, because in chowder there cannot be turning. Then lay some pork in slices very thin. Thus you and chowder always must begin. Next, lay some fish cut crossways very nice. Then season well with pepper, salt, and spice. Parsley, sweet marjoram, savory, and thyme. Then biscuit next, which must be soaked some time. Thus your foundation laid, you will be able to raise a chowder high as Tower of Babel. For by repeating or the same again, you may make a chowder for a thousand men. Last, a bottle of claret with water, eno to smother them. You'll have a mess which some call omnium. Gather them. I'm Chef Ben. This is Food in Five. And this is the brief history of chowder. Before we get into this, let's answer the most important question in all of this. What is a chowder? Well, according to the Oxford English Dictionary, a chowder is a rich soup typically containing fish, clams, or corn with potatoes and onions. Now this may have you wondering, what's the difference between a chowder and a stew? And the answer is nothing really. A chowder is technically a stew, it's just a type of stew with its own name. Okay, now that we're all on the same page about what a chowder is, where or where did it come from? Well, let's look at the history of the name first. Now, there are a few different suggestions of where the name came from, but the most likely to me is the French term chaudron. I didn't pronounce that right, but it doesn't matter. Which means cauldron, or large pot, which is what chowder is and would have been cooked in. Makes sense to me. So the chowder itself doesn't really have one specific origin story. It seems that it developed independently in a lot of places, and then eventually all the different versions came together and created what we now know as chowder. One version of chowder would have been made on ships sailing the high seas, and essentially any fish or birds they caught would have been put in the pot along with any vegetables they had on hand. This version was thickened with broken up hardtack, which is a long-lasting, very dry cracker, and it may or may not have contained dairy. Some ships did have cows on board or goats, so it is possible that they did have dairy in them. Another version of chowder was made by coastal Native Americans. Now, this version likely wasn't thickened, but would have included mussels, clams, maybe corn, and whatever else they had around. The final version of chowder, and the one where it likely gets its name, is the French version. In small coastal villages in France around the 16th century, there would be a large community cauldron that every fisherman returning from the sea would add a portion of his catch to. The community would then eat together from this large Now, today, chowder is a pretty typical thing around eastern coastal regions of North America. Every area has their own version and style that they are best known for and that they prefer. Some are very fancy and some are very humble, but whatever they have become, they all started in the same place. Uh, And that does it. I'm Chef Ben, this is Food in 5, and this has been the very brief history of chowder. Uh, Before I go, I just wanted to say that I wasn't here yesterday. I didn't put up a post yesterday, and the reason for that is because uh, we lost power on Saturday. We didn't get it back until late Sunday night, and we didn't get internet back until uh, into yesterday afternoon. 
Um, so I was unable to do a post. Uh, Hurricane Dorian walloped my area of the world pretty good this weekend. Um, some buildings lost their roofs. Uh, a crane got knocked down on top of another building. Uh, there's still, I think, 200,000 people without power. Uh, so it was a pretty crazy storm. Uh, luckily, we're all good. No damage to, to us or uh, no, no injuries have been reported or anything, so everybody's safe. Um, yeah, so I apologize for not being here yesterday, but everything's back to normal now. So I'll be back tomorrow with another fantastic episode of Food and Five. And of course, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Chef Ben Kelly and on Facebook at Ben Kelly Cooks. And as always, thanks for listening, everybody. I hope that you have a great Tuesday. I'll see you tomorrow.